Hello, everybody. Jim Malone here coming to you live on Dallas Trading Floor. It is a Thursday, and um, the market is uh, is kind of pulling back for some of the growth stocks because the Treasury yields have, have moved up nicely. So um, that's kind of a uh, harbinger, possibly, of um, something, something that possibly is going to affect the market. Um, as you probably know, uh, when treasury yields are low, like they've been practically forever, that tends to, um, that tends to favor growth stocks because growth stocks many times don't have any earnings. So, um, when, when growth, when, when the treasury yields are low, growth stocks tend to do very well. Now, when treasury yields start to move up as they've started to, um, growth stocks then have to be ever the much better at making money. So uh, typically what will happen is growth stocks, you know, it will it will not favor growth stocks as much as it's been. Now, as we know, many of the, the, many of the stocks in the QQQ trust have moved higher and higher and higher, and we may be getting to a situation where we're, where we see a correction. We're not there yet. But um, you know, we we may be we may be close to a correction. So you just you just don't know on that at all. I'm going to kind of show you, uh, but I do think we're seeing at least a change in the market. Here is a chart of the market today. It's it is currently in a in a confirmed uptrend, but it's down two point one six percent when this slide was taken. Um, the S and P five hundred is off a little bit, as you can see. It's down about one point. Um, uh, eight. Uh, the Dow Jones is down as well. The volume is up, so that does just tend to show some conviction in the market, and that we may be pulling lower. As you could probably see on this little chart here, I don't know if you can see it, but this is the 50-day line. It looks like it's pulled below it. So uh, that is something to consider. So we probably have to change our trading strategy a little bit, and um, you know, it, in 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 response to that. I had uh, put out for everybody that's on the action trade alerts uh, a, a, a play on Salesforce, which is a symbol CRM, uh, as a, a sort of a bear call spread as opposed to a bull put spread, which I did, which I've shown you how to do uh, in the past. So this is a what they call a bear call spread. And typically, uh, I start to move into these kind of trades around earnings, uh, especially when there's a change in the market direction, as there seems to be, but you never can tell. So anyway, this is a chart of, this is the most current chart of the NASDAQ composite. And as you can see, we will pull down uh, and then we bounced a little bit on the 50-day line, but we're testing it again. Now, here's the thing about this. We have relatively low conviction because you can see the the uh, the volume is is sloping downwards, so we're kind of stuck a little bit in in kind of first gear here. <laughs> we tested back here in in November, and now it looks like we're testing again. So the question is, what 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 will happen during? Who knows? Uh, sometimes it may just go down a test and then move right back up, or it may be a longer slog. So we just don't really know. But right now. Uh, the the indexes seem to indicate that we are possibly at uh, not an inflection point, but uh, at least a somewhat of a change in the market. Um, also, wanted to show you a chart on the QQQs, and this, of course, is uh, the Nasdaq 100. This has the 100 largest stocks that are in the what they call growth area. Typically, a growth stock is a stock that doesn't have. Uh, earnings. It doesn't doesn't have dividends. It's uh, um, and and there are many really great stocks in that. It's not exclusive of that because some of the stock, big stocks like Microsoft and uh, Amazon they all have earnings. But uh, typically they tend to favor the stocks that don't have any earnings, and it's basically everything is in to the price action. As you can see, we're down eleven dollars on this to three one three. There's a key level, and that's really about the three twenty level, and we've fallen below that three twenty level. That, of course, is where the, uh, you know, with my little pointer I'm trying to show, it's where 
the uh, the 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 the, uh, 50, the 40 day moving averages right at this 320. So we've fallen below this key level, this key 320 level. Does that mean that you know we're going to all of a sudden have a flash crash? I I don't think so because we're still in a confirmed uptrend. The general the general trend is still up, but we're 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 getting to the point where we may see that move against us. As you can see, this RS line, this is this blue line here, it's pointed downwards, and that tends to kind of show the direction, generally speaking, in the market. Also, another thing that we have to look at very carefully on this to see if we're getting ready to possibly have a sell-off in the market is we look at the volume. And the volume, we have had two very large volume spikes, both to the downside. So that tends to indicate that we may be seeing a rotation in the market. I'm trying to uh, uh, put the small portfolio into things that are le- that are more cyclical and less growth oriented. Uh, companies such as Rent a Center, I uh, I bought a p- one position in that. That typically does well in in uh, times of rising interest rates. Believe it or not. Uh, so that that uh, I have that in there. Also Mosaic, which is a fertilizer company. That tends to do well when there's price inflation on food. As a matter of fact, I just went to the store the other night and I tried to buy some orange juice concentrate, and it was three dollars a uh, three dollars a um, for a little uh, you know for for um, a little can of it, and that means to me that we're going to see some price inflation in food. So uh, that's another reason to possibly move to some of the cyclicals such as that. So. Uh, let's, uh, take a look at the next, uh, item here. And of course that is going to be, oops, that's going to be my holdings. Uh, and I want to show you what I've got, uh, long and short. So let's pull that up. There we go. And all right. So let's see if I can share that screen. Here we go. And basically, these are the stocks currently that I'm in. Uh, the volume's up at all these. I'm only I'm only up on Renaissance. I'm down a little bit on Mosaic. I'm down on Ford. I I uh, Ford moved past a key buy point. I may have been too early on this, as I said yesterday. Uh, the buy point on this one was about um, was about twelve was about twelve fourteen. It's since pulled back a little bit, just slightly, about forty five cents. I'll be in this one uh, as long as it stays above a five, uh, 7% stop loss. If it is, if it goes below that, I will be taken out. Uh, also in the oil service company, Halliburton, it's kind of even, but there is, there is, uh, it, um, uh, volume is moving up on that. Now I am short on salesforce.com, but I'm short through a spread. I don't actually own the underlying stocks. I have a, uh, a bear call spread of that. And by the way, this, I sent this out today on the action trade alert. So that's uh, that's something that uh, you might want to take a look at. Anyways, in order to sign up for the action trade alert, it's very easy to do. Just go to www.dallastradingfloor.com and first and last name, of course, and uh, a good email address for you. Quit anytime. Uh, it's all free. And by the way, if you are looking on uh, TikTok and you want to see all of these charts and everything, uh, I'm simulcasting on YouTube at youtube.com slash Dallas Trading Floor. And if you want to just move to that easily on the screen from TikTok, all you have to do is go to my profile, hit the link that says Beacons, and then you'll be able to see the current show and also some of the, uh, one of the past shows, as well as sign up for the action trade alerts. So thank you for that. Let's uh, get to some of the questions. Um for everyone up there today. So let's, uh, I'm going to go ahead and get the charts up here and then we'll get, we'll get rolling on that. So, okay. So let's go there and uh, then I'm going to be All right, there we are up. We're now up with the, with the green, and I was just taking a look at RealPage. This this is a company that may be breaking out. We don't know. 
if this is if this was going to break out, but uh, kind of an interesting interesting play uh, on that. So let's get the first question. Thanks for holding on. Um, hey Jim, love your show. So thank you, man. Uh, does it sound like that of, of a big? No, no. I don't think this is a market crash. Um, that's a good question. That, that that's a, that's a very good good question there. Um, I don't think we're going to be seeing a market crash, but I do believe that we are going to be looking at possibly a pull down. Okay, uh, I'm going to kind of show you the diamond. This is a, a and I can show you the just the chart action basically as of today. We, we it's it's been moving up, but it started now to pull back to the 21 day line. And what happens typically? when you see this is that you start to see a little bit of weakening. It pushed up yesterday and now it's starting to pull back. The relative strength is relatively low. It's we're not in a correction yet. We're not in a correction. Yet. A correction is a technical term. That means that the stocks have moved down 10% or more between, but uh, since the last high, uh, I do think though the, we are getting to a point where we're, we're seeing essentially uh, essentially sort of a, a peak, uh, and then we may be pulling back. But, um, you know, you cannot tell until, you know, the, the thing, it's it's so difficult to do this because, you know, when you look at the charts in hindsight, it's like, you know, totally 2020. You you say, oh, it's so obvious it's it, it's it's going to do that. But there are several indicators that I'm seeing. I'm, I'm seeing some of the key stocks that have been leaders like Tesla, uh, pulling back significantly, and I'm also seeing some of the, you know, more cyclical stocks, the kind of the, you know, the boring stocks, <laughs> doing doing well. Um, and and you know, companies like RealPage is probably not. I mean, uh, uh, Center may not uh, uh, excite everyone, but that typically does well in, a, in when the markets are pulling back. And those seem to be those kind of stocks seem to be doing well. So. Um, yeah, that's a very, very good question. Thank you very much for that. So there we go. All right. Uh, this is a question from Gunter on, um, would you still buy the SQQQ at 1510? Let's take a look at the SQQQ. Now for everybody out there, the SQQQ is essentially a, a ETF, which basically shorts the QQQ, uh, which is the, um, you know, which is the, you know, which is the uh, primary uh, gro- growth stock index that I like to use, uh, ETF that I like to use. It takes the 100 top stocks in the um, in, in the NASDAQ 100. So let's kind of zoom in on on that. Just kind of, I have to zoom in because the, the, these are these uh, some of some of these um, charts. You just you can't see them that well. Uh, that okay. So here we go. So let's take a let's take a look at the um, the SQQQ. As you can see, uh, before you know, we had been seeing um, you know we we had we had been we had been seeing before with the SQQQ. Um, there we go. Let's pull it. Oh goodness! There we go. As we can see before, you know, it had been coming right up to the 21-day line, and then it would have been bouncing. Uh, it, it, it's, it's bounce, it, it would bounce right off of that. But that's not the case this time. It looks as if it, um, you know, pulled. There we go. Come on. See if we can. <laughs> sorry, but sorry about the sizing of this. Sometimes I can't quite get it right. There we go. All right. So. You know what's what's been happening here is that it's been moving and it's kind of been touching that 21 day line, touching a 21 day line, and it's been okay. By the way, this has a downward uh, trend on this, and the reason this does is because this is ad, this is uh, this is inverse to the market. The market typically has been trending up, but now what we're starting to see is we're starting to see some some volume come in there and move above this very key line, this 40 day line. So I do believe uh, we can still buy the uh, SQQQ. uh, And I do, and and I do think that, you know, we have seen it kind of move, um, move above this line. I I think that where you, you, you want to possibly start looking at it is, is above, is above this line. So I think that really 
probably want to wait until we get maybe to about a $15 level on this in order to buy it. So that's, that's how I would, uh, uh, that's, that's how I, that's how I would approach uh, this. I'm going to kind of put it back here to kind of where it is where I'd approach it is, is to see if we could buy it right above that line. So, so really I think about $15 is going to be a very good place for that. So here's how I would possibly look at buying the SQQQ. Now, here's the thing about the SQQQ. It's extremely volatile. And the minute that you start to see it move, um, um, you, you start to see the, move, the market move up again, you want to just immediately close it. Uh, so this is sort of a very short-term trade. But uh, basically, the, the, the where I think that would be a good place possibly to open a trade on this would be at about $15 plus 10 cents or about... Well, fifteen ten on this. Um, I, by the way, I do have a, um, I do, I do have a um, video on what a buy stop limit order is. Basically, what a buy stop limit order is is as the as the stock goes higher, that's when you can you can you can possibly uh, get into it at you know uh, it, what it do is activate the price. So, I think about fifteen dollars is going to show a certain amount of commitment. And then, of course, you want to go. Uh, you 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 want to you want to go about ten cents higher than that. So let me kind of kind of zero in again. Hopefully, I get this this right this time, so we can kind of see this. Um, yes, to see this chart pattern. Of course, it it just boomed. <laughs> it just moved out. Oops. Okay. Again, I'm. There we go. Let's go back to the charts. And in a second. Well, okay. Let's see if I can get some some action on that. All right. All right. And go back to the to the charts. There we go. It seems like now we're sort of in there. Hopefully we can see it. There we go. Okay. So what I what I mean by um, possibly the fifteen dollar level, as you can see, it's it's going to be it, it it's it's going to be right about at oops. There we go. It's going to be right about at this level. If it moves above higher. Then I think then I think we can buy it. But set a buy stop limit order on the SQQQ for basically fifteen dollars plus ten, and then uh, I think that might be a, might be a decent trade. Uh, you, but you're going to have to monitor it. It's very volatile. So, um, but I do think if we get a trade, and the reason the buy stop limit is because it's very hard to catch it. Uh, you know, by sitting on the sitting on the, um, the 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 charts all day, it's better to do it with a buy stop limit because that way. Um, you know, the machine basically is your sort of your personal assistant. So it's kind of cool. All right. Uh, question, question. Uh, where'd you set your stop loss on Ford uh, at about um, um, four, um, four, uh, 1140 or lower? Okay. Well, that's a great question, Gunnar. Appreciate it. Um, let's see. I'm going to, I'm going to um, just, you know, it's funny. I put things in and then I, and then I sort of, Sometimes, I sometimes just move move on move on from there. But let's take a quick look at that. Um, and I will show you exactly where the stop loss was set at. So, okay. And I, what I do is I keep this thing called the small portfolio. And what this is, and you, you, of course, you can have access to it easily. I can, you know, um, all you have to do is go to www.dallastradingfloor and it will give you access to it. Um, uh, so let me, uh, yeah. And, and basically, here it is. Um, uh, I have uh, my stop loss on Ford currently is at 1120. 
is is that is that eleven twenty, and um, so that you can you can you, you can see that um, it's it's at eleven twenty currently, and that so that's so that's so that's where that's where the stop loss is. Here I'm mostly in cash right now to be you know. Um, to be, this is my portfolio allocation on my small portfolio. I'm about 50% in cash, a little bit less than 50% in cash, basically with Rent-A-Center, Halliburton, Mosaic, and Ford. But my stop loss, and thank you for bringing this up, Gunter, for a good question, is at 11.29. So that is, uh, you know, that's kind of where I'm at currently. Uh, on, you know, that's that's where I'm at currently on that stop loss. Um, okay, let's go to the next question ah, is, okay is it why is it sell stocks if it if, oh absolutely oh yes absolutely sam absolutely it is very wise to do that the reason is is because um we you know when you're in um when you're more than seven percent down it it becomes it becomes increasingly difficult to regain uh your capital and this is this is this is kind of an interesting thing. Um, you know, this is a, this is a kind of interesting thing that you have. Um, typically, uh, as you, you, you know, um, every year you're going to have some really big winners. For instance, last year, one of my really big winners was Tesla. Now I also had a very big, good winner on, um, on uh, NVIDIA as well, but, but you're gonna; those big winners are going to be interspersed with a lot of small losers. So, here's the thing: if you're down more than seven percent, it's just wise to cut your losses because to come back from seven percent, it becomes increasingly more difficult. The further you fall down, it, it to come back from about a seven percent loss, it only requires a little bit more than about about eight or nine percent. Below, if it's an eight percent loss, about ten percent, and then you can see it's sort of a logarithmic. Uh, it's kind of a logarithmic thing, and so by the time you're down 15 or 20 percent, you're never. It's going to be extremely hard to ever come back on that stock. So you get to at a seven to eight percent loss, you get to the law of diminishing returns, and what happens is is that it becomes it harder and harder to regain the capital that you have. So it's best to cut your losses at that point. So that's uh, that's kind of that that's kind of where it's at there. Okay, let's. Uh, no one is talking about GameStop. Well, I'll talk about GameStop. Uh, let's 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 do GameStop. I'm not in GameStop. Um, I'll I'll be I'll be frank with you on that. Uh, just because it it uh, you know there 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 may be another opportunity in GameStop, but I think if you got in this morning, you're probably down a little bit. Let's take a look at the stock. Uh, let's take a look at the chart. I'm gonna zoom in again. Try to do that, anyways. There we go. All right. There we go. All right. Okay, this is what GameStop is looking like right now, and uh, as you can see, we you know we had this this blow off top about um, you know almost yeah, about ten weeks ago, ten days ago or so. Then we came in, and now we're in a similar situation with a blow off top. But I want to point out something to you on this. Uh, we have. It's true it, it moved up almost to 200, but you can see it's pulled back to 111 right here. So in actuality, we had a, essentially another short squeeze. That's what caused this pattern. What happened was we had many people that were shorting the stock, basically borrowing the shares and then selling them and hoping to uh, give back the, the cheaper shares at a later date. Well, what happens if the stock goes up just a little bit, if, if they're heavily shorted is these people have what they call margin calls. And when the margin calls happen, they have to cover their short position with the shares of the stock. This is one of the reasons I like to do spreads instead of shorting directly, uh, because it's a little, it's a defined, you, you have a defined loss. Now, the problem with, with this, with shorting, just the underlying stock is there can be times when you have to cover that short and you cannot buy shares in the market. Ah, we see, okay. So interestingly enough, we just went after hours and the stock is going not so crazy. Okay. Very, very interesting. As you can see, it's, it's moving up very, very, uh, very, very quickly. So what I suspect is, um, you know, it will open probably 
it'll 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 probably open lower uh, tomorrow. So let's kind of take a look to see if we can see that. Okay, this is the. Uh, see if this is. I have to move it. I have to move my camera a little bit here. This is the sixty-minute chart. Let's look at the five-minute chart to see. We just we just went after ours. Okay, it moved down to one hundred and then it bounced uh, up. And of course, after hours, it's it's going not so crazy. It's already up thirteen percent after hours on this one. Um, okay, here's what I would do on this one. It looks as if uh, there you know when it opens, there's a gap. So right at the right at the right at the beginning of the day. This is why you don't typically want to buy a stock like this uh, when it opens. You want to wait. You want to wait for basically about thirty minutes or so, and it's going to pull back. Uh, and, and it's going to pull back, and then it bounces, and then it went. Then it went up. Here's what you want to do, uh, basically on a tactical basis. If tomorrow it gaps up just like it did today, you want if you buy it here. This is about one um, one twenty. You want to immediately put in stop losses and then move them up. And so as the day progresses, you see it will move higher. And then eventually, eventually you'll get to a place like this. It'll pull back, and then you will get um, you will get a uh, you get a sell. But remember, on something like this, if you do decide to do this, and I don't necessarily recommend this either way. But if you do decide, if you do decide to do a GameStop play tomorrow, what you need to do is when you get in it, wait for about 30 minutes to see how it trades. Typically, it will trade up and then down, uh, and then and then usually then when it then it's, when it's making its when it's making its move, that's when you want to get into it with a um, with typically with a buy stop limit order, and then ride it up, and then and then just continuously move your stop loss up. And eventually you'll get sold out. But uh, it's fairly high risk trade, very interesting trade um, that you can make some money on. But I wouldn't do it naked. Um, I just think it's too high a risk right now. Uh, but it does look like we are getting, and I'm going to pull back to the daily chart here. We does look like we're getting another potential uh, 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 climax top. Now let's look and see what the short interest is on it. Yeah, there's only it's less short interest than it was before, but one third about 35% of all the stocks, all the shares out there are short right now. So there may be a short covering, and that's when you get these these climax tops. This is a short covering. That's what this is showing. But we do see some very strong um, you know, we do we do see some strong volume building here. So it does look like you know, we may be in a short we may be in a short squeeze here tomorrow. Uh, I don't know if I, you know, tomorrow it would make sense that there would be a short squeeze tomorrow because that would be Friday and Friday is when the options expire. So let's kind of take a look at the options action on it. Uh, yeah, it looks as if, uh, let's see, this is going to be, well, we can't, we have calls. Okay. So at the 120 strike, they're saying, wow, $8.50 for the call. So the prediction is, is that is that so? This is a this is a relatively bullish uh, prediction in terms of the calls. So, I do think that we may see another we, we may see another blow off top here. Basically, this is a this is a uh, um, where the short covering is happening. If you do see that, the way that the best way to play it is that if you buy it, then um, you know if 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 you buy it, then uh, start start moving your stop loss up in order in order to cover your potential, you know, potential, uh, for a, um, you know, for a, for, for a short coverage. So that's, you know, that's, that can be a good way to play it. So thank you for that very, very much for, um, for that. Okay. Let's see. Interesting. Okay. Why is stock, <laughs> why is the stock dark red like Google maps? <laughs> okay. Um, what that means, what what the red on the, and I'm going to I'm going to focus. Let's let's go over to Salesforce, which is symbol CRM, and they report tonight. So I want to see what the after hours is on that. But let's look at CRM really quickly to see how that traded. Okay, it's it's going to trade down. I kind of oh, it's up a little bit after hours. Okay, so we may have a situation where. Uh, it moves. It moves up hours. They haven't yet uh, reported yet, um, but basically, 
what uh, it indicates. Uh, the red indicates selling activity and downward pressure, and the blue indicates buying and it moving it moving up. So uh, it looks like they had a very good report. So let me take a look to see kind of what Salesforce did to see if I have to cover cover the um, cover the short today. So let's see if it does give us that. Okay, this. Uh, let's see if I can get uh, a window there for Salesforce. Um, okay. Hmm. All right. I can't really tell. Okay. Well, we don't know yet, but uh, we will probably know very shortly in terms of what um, you know of what it tint what uh, what it what it uh, what it turns out, what it turns out to be um, there. So let's go to the and. And so that's basically basically that. All right. So so basically, the red on a chart typically means oh, that is a buying that is selling pressure. That's selling, and a blue is um, is buying. So there you go. Uh, okay. <laughs> is 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 GameStop going to go to three fifty? Maybe uh, if it does go to three fifty. You want to have your stop loss at about uh, 345 <laughs> because if it goes to 350, it will pull back and it will pull back very, very hard. Um, all right. Uh, buy Coca-Cola right now. It's 50 right now, but it's going to go up more. Hmm. How do you know that, uh, Santa? I'm just saying. I'm not, I'm not trying to be a negative Nelly, but how do you know that's true? Let's look at KO. And, of course, this is a Warren Buffett special. He loves this. And and uh, this is this is this is the chart of um, of of Coca Cola right now. Let's see, kind of to see it's got a relative strength of eleven. That's that's not very that's not very promising. Uh, let's look at the weekly. Well, you know it does have yeah it's fallen. I I don't. Let's look at the monthly. You know I'm not. I don't necessarily think that that might be the case, at least not in the short term. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to kind of zoom in on this and kind of look at the, this is a weekly action. Now it has formed a consolidation. That's interesting. This is Coca-Cola that we're looking at right now, by the way. Um, let's kind of see. It looks as if, no, it, I, think, I, think the, I think the trend is down on Coca-Cola right now. Now, this is a cup, and this is potentially a handle. So uh, at least in the short term, this is probably going to trend downwards. Now, here's this is a very interesting chart pattern. This is one of the best basing patterns. It's called a cup with handle. There it is. And basically, the pivot is 54.62. Now, what does that mean? Well, what that means is, is currently we are below the pivot because after hours pricing was 50.25. So therefore, this is pulled back below. Now, if it was above the pivot, then I would say the potential of it moving higher would be higher. But right now, I think it's pulling back. So that's my take on Coca-Cola. Um, you know, it, obviously, it's not going to fall out of the sky, but I do believe that in the short term, we're probably going to see Coca-Cola move lower. Um, all right, let's, I'm trying to see a question from TikTok. All right. Uh, hello from Dallas. Right on. Thank you, man. Thank you, man. Uh, let's see. Oh, a lot of people joined. Thank you. Uh, Jim, uh, how long do you think GameStop will run? Um, good, <laughs> great question on that GameStop. Um, I think GameStop probably is going to is going to run up tomorrow morning um and then uh within about a day or two it's going to pull back again and the reason is is because the action on GameStop is really dependent not on you know underlying fundamentals such as you know uh everybody's going to GameStop and buying you know um um uh, uh Grand Theft Auto 
But it's more on the fact that the shorts are getting squeezed in the classic short squeeze. And, of course, that pattern is what they call a climax top. So I, I don't think you want to buy it for long term. This is GameStop is not, not a long-term investment. It's going to push up uh, probably tomorrow. But then after all the shorts are covered, then I think it's going to pull back, and I think it's going to pull back hard. So if you want to play it, and, you, and you're in it, don't buy it in the first 30 minutes. Wait to see where it goes. And then if you buy it, uh, because what will happen is in the first few minutes of trading, it will move up, and then it will pull back. And then when it moves, starts to move back up again, that's potentially a place where you could get into it. Not going to be the easiest. And then as you get in it, immediately set your stop loss. And then as the stock goes higher, if it does, push that stop loss up because eventually it will pull back. I can I can guarantee that I can that I can guarantee you, and when it does, then you'll be sold out at a nice profit. But GameStop isn't what you would call an investment; it's more a market play. So that's kind of the way it goes on, on that. All right, uh, thank you very much. Uh, yes, I'll I'll look at Coke. Yeah, absolutely, look at Coke. I think it's going to pull back. Um, to be honest with you. Um, Oh, hey, thank you, man. Uh, Toronto. Uh, I love Toronto. Not in the winter, though. <laughs> we got a little bit of your weather here in Dallas, and boy, was it cold. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, at the end of the week. Okay, well, maybe it will. Um, yes, I'm waiting for the solar. Irma, okay. Let's see. Um, all right. So let's see if I can get another. Good question here. Oh, here we go. Thank you, Byron. Also, it's a good time to start a position in the bank stocks with interest rates running. I am looking at MS, Morgan Stanley, which is a my right thoughts. Wow, that's a great question, uh, Byron. Yes, I do agree with you. <laughs> I do agree with you. Interest rates and bank stocks kind of work together um, because it, it's really a rising market where bank stocks typically do the very very best and and this is a really good this is a good good observation byron because i will show you the chart now and i think you're i think you're right on on this um as you can see it's moving up nicely this is the weekly chart. let's go to the daily to see yeah look at that okay very nice it's pulled back a little bit today there is uh there is a little bit of a resistance here at 77.76 that's sort of where the resistance is, and as you can see today, we did have a little bit of a selling action. There seems to be a a there seems to be some resistance between about 77, 76, and 80. That's where I'm looking at it. But this is a very nice trend. So it, it looks as if there's a nice channel forming here on Morgan Stanley. Uh, what do I think is going to happen? Well, here's what I think is going to happen. I do think it's going to pull back to this little, and I, I don't know if you can see it. I probably have to zoom in, but there's this little thing, the 10-day line. Let's see if it stays above that 10-day line. If this bounces off of the 10-day line and that price for that would be, and let me just get that right in there and see if I can see it, uh, would be about 76.50. I think that we're going to see Morgan Stanley pull back to about 76.50, and then probably it will bounce. It may not get quite down to 76.50. Now, as the stock moves higher, that's where you want to probably initiate uh, your 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 buy stop limit if you're interested in the stock. Let's kind of take a look to see what the checklist says. Well, the checklist is very good for a bank stock, 77%. The ownership, of course, a lot of people own this. A lot of funds own this one because it is such a central – it's a money center, very, very significant stock in the um, in, in the banking sector. 27, uh, 12 funds own this. Well, that's very significant. And also the Fidelity Contra Fund is – this is a very interesting thing because Fidelity Contra Fund tends to be – one of the very, very best stock pickers out there. So I love to swim along behind them. They're kind of a big whale, and I like to take a look and see what they're doing because that's a very good sign. Uh, that, that's a very good sign. Let's kind of take a look at the rankings of, of some of the money center banks to kind of take a look. Well, it definitely Goldman Sachs is number is has the highest rating in the sector at 78. Now, typically, I like to buy um, above 80, but this, this this sector has been beaten down for a while. So and even though this is a more expensive stock, Goldman Sachs is, 
uh, I think this one might be a better choice than uh, than Morgan Stanley MS, uh, just just because this one typically has. Let's see if I can zoom in a little bit on that. Yeah, there we go. Okay, we're zooming in on the weekly chart here. All right, um, and let me see. Um, yeah, okay. Uh, with interest rates rising, see. Um, this was also one you might want to put on your radar a little bit here. And this is, of course, Goldman Sachs. And Goldman Sachs has been doing very well in their trading revenue. So they've been doing quite well as of late uh, as, as well. But um, but I think Morgan Stanley is also potentially a very good um, a good area to be. Let me take a let's take a look uh, at I want to look at a specialist. I kind of want to look at the rankings of some of the um, you know, of some of the sectors of the economy. So what I'm going to do here is pull that up. So let me let me pull that chart up. I just kind of want to see where the capital is flowing in in the in the in the economy. And uh, in order to do that, uh, sometimes it's it's good to have a special list. Let's see if I can get that list up here. Uh, that's in the industry groups. All right. Let's see if we can see that. Um, okay. Let's look at the industry group's performances uh, uh, rated uh, to everything else. So let me kind of put this out of the way. There we go. I'm a little bit, you can see me now on that. There we go. All right. So let's kind of look at, you know, which areas of the market tend to have the best ranking. And I'm going to, I'm going to, Sort these from best to worst. Okay, so let's see where the market. Let's see where the, where the money is moving in the market currently. And I don't know if you can. Let's see if we can zoom in a little bit. There we go. Hopefully, this will let me zoom in a little bit on this. Okay, so I don't know if you can see this. There we go. So what I'm going to do here is we're going to get to, I'm going to sort this by, by the, um, by the, by the, um, uh, okay, by, by, by the strength. Okay, so here's what's happening in the market as it stands now. The top group, believe it or not, is called, is Energy Other. Then retail stores, they've been so beaten down that, uh, you know, we're starting to see some good, some, 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 some bounce back in the retail store sector. Uh, uh, retail, wholesale jewelry, consumer products, consumer electronics. Now, this is what's very interesting is the, we're starting to see movement. And, and this is one of the things we should also look at is we're seeing some movement into mining, oil and gas, as you can see, so this is where the this is where the capital is flowing in the market. Also, um, you know the some of the, some of the uh, the banking obviously is going to be it, it's going to be good. But um, let's see if we can move down there a little bit. Let's see if I can. There we go. So uh, further down, of course, we're seeing you know we're seeing some action in the uh, some of the some of the finance. But basically, right now uh, the movement in the market has been to some of these these cyclicals like the oil and gas. So that's something that, you know, we might want to also look at, potentially look for uh, value there. But in terms of the um, financial stocks, I think Morgan Stanley is excellent, but I also think you'll also look at Goldman Sachs. It's a little bit stronger uh, in, it's a little bit stronger than Morgan Stanley. So that's something, um, you know, that, uh, that, uh, Oh, we'd like to see. Okay, let's take a look. Oh, interesting. Okay, nope, long term. Okay, so check Aon. Thank you, Santa. Check Aon, which is Anon, which is uh, you know, you know, basically the. Um, let's see if I can get Anon up here. Let's And 
anon, which is Sometimes it takes me a little bit of time to resize the windows here. So that's what I'm doing. Hopefully it'll it'll kick over some more. There we go. 400% while wow, it's taking a while to pull in on that. This is going to be for Anon, A-O-N. <laughs> Sorry for this. There we go. A-O-N. What I'm doing behind the scenes here, <laughs> less, you know, less, uh, probably less good than, you know, is I'm, is I'm adjusting the size so we can see it on, you know, on the screen. Um, there we go. All right. All right. Interesting. It's, it's, it's basically flat after hours. And of course, this is a very, sizable uh, insurance company, one of the biggest in the world, uh, of course, European-based. And uh, it, uh, it it seems to be relatively flat, relative strength of 37. You know what? I would probably avoid this one. Uh, I know that, that uh, you know, they are, you know, they are a leader in insurance. But I think right now, when, when the market starts to move uh, lower, and I do think we're going to see that, Insurance claims typically go up. So I don't like insurance companies in a falling market. I like them in a rising market because everybody, everybody, you know, everybody's buying insurance when they have, when they have cash flow. The first thing to get cut back uh, are the insurance premiums when the cash flow gets tight. So I don't typically like um, insurance companies in down, downward motions. So I would probably avoid this one. But let's take a look at the checklist. Yeah, it's a 55 checklist. This is not really good enough for me. I typically like to see at least 60 on my checklist. So it's really not, it's really not that, that stellar. We do have rising numbers of funds that are in it. That's a good thing. Uh, but the industry, in terms of the industry and sector, the rank is 173 out of 197. So that is not a good ranking. We want to be in the top. Here's the thing. The capital sloshes around in the market and there's 197 different sectors of the economy. And what happens is we want to kind of go where the whales are going. We want to see where the, where the money is moving into the sectors. Now, right now, uh, it's moving into the more cyclical stocks. The, for instance, that's one of the reasons why I hold uh, Halliburton and uh, Mosaic. Mosaic is a fertilizer company, which typically does well in uh, in inflationary periods. We haven't had a lot of inflation. A lot of I'm old enough to remember very, very high inflation during the 70s, uh, and I think we may be with all this money that's been pumped into the economy. We're eventually going to start to see it, and it's going to start to start to happen in things like um, in, in, in things like food prices, it's already starting to happen. That's why one of the top areas right now for stocks is consumer products, because everybody has to go to the grocery store, even if the prices are going up. So uh, I do think that that's going to be an issue. Um, so Anon, I wouldn't recommend it during a downturn, but I, what I would recommend are some of the oil stocks potentially, and I'm going to be doing some deep dive on that uh, as well, and hopefully get some everybody sort of some information on that. And uh, by the way, I do put these out from time to time on um, the Action Trade Alerts. So if you're interested in that and signing up for the Action Trade Alerts, um, it's, it's really easy. Uh, all you have to do is subscribe by, well, you can do it on YouTube, but the best way is for the free action trade alerts is basically to go to www.dallastradingfloor and then just sign up. And of course, it's all free. Um, also, if you're on TikTok, thanks for watching me, by the way, on TikTok. I am simulcasting this on YouTube so you can see all the charts and all the, the, the that I do there. But you can also sign up for the action trade alerts. Super easy to do. Just go to my profile. And then uh, hit the uh, you know hit the link, and then it'll take you to a, like a little page, and you just need first and last name and an email address, and we'll get you on that list. And of course, it's free. 
Um, and I always remember that. I, I always mention this because you know, in in the investing business, usually everybody says, "Yeah, I'll give you the secret, but you got to pay me, you know, a lot of money per month." And and uh, you know, I don't believe in that. At least not now. Maybe maybe I could be convinced <laughs> differently, but I try to uh, try to try to um, uh, put out as much on how I'm trading as I can. Because I definitely, along the way, when I started out, I got a lot of help from a lot of people. So maybe I can help some other people, and that's the kind of idea. So um, that is available on the uh, super sub subscription to the Action Trade Alerts. All right. So now, now after that little commercial, let's go back to let's move back to. Hey, Deb, how do you how how do you research your stocks? Well, very very good question. I typically use a number of sources, and you know what? You don't have to have um, you don't have to have uh, a subscription to news services like I do. I do. I happen to do have some professional news services, but you know you can do a lot of this research on Yahoo Finance, and it's totally free. So that's a great way to go. I'm typically looking, uh, you know, so Yahoo Finance is a very very good source. Another one. There is a site called Nasdaq.com, and it's the it's the site for Nasdaq. I, that's also very good, especially when you're dealing with options. They have some very good option chain information, and again, it's totally free. So you don't have to have a paid service. Now, I do use some paid software only because it makes my product. It just it just shortcuts a lot of things. Also, a really good charting software, uh, and I probably should be getting a referral for this is uh, you know is 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 TradeView. Uh, and that's free too. So there's a lot of good stuff out there. There's a lot of resources on the web. You just got to look around. But uh, Yahoo Finance, believe it or not, is excellent. It's really, really good. And uh, you can do a lot of stuff. Okay, let's take a look at Apple. Thank you, um, uh, Fernanda. Uh, appreciate the question because, you know, as I was in Apple, um, you know, I love Apple. I, I, I try to use Apple equipment. <laughs> So some sometimes some more success than not, but I you know Apple is just you know it's sort of it's in one of those funks and you know stocks just can't continue to go up all the time. It's sort of like you know it just can't you just can't do that. So let's kind of take a quick look at the at the um, there we go. Uh, you know the trend in Apple has just been down. You know it it's uh, you know it's it's just it's just been down and and and. You know, we're just seeing a lot of sell-off. By the way, um, uh, Warren Buffett, you know, who was, you know, everybody knows who he is, um, he sold a lot of his Apple positions. So uh, it's just, I don't think it's, uh, you know, possibly going the way um, the way we want to see it. Now, one thing that is kind of heartening here is that we do see, at least on the sell side, we do see some declining volume. And that's this little line here. So we do see a little bit, but it's still there's a lot of selling going on. I think that we you know we probably are not going to get support at the 40-day line. I think the next time that we can really buy it is going to be here at the 200-day line. Now, sometimes you know this is this is why I kind of real I kind of know that I believe that we're gonna, we're in for a pullback is because when the market is in a confirmed uptrend and things are kind of moving higher, then stocks tend to bounce at the 40-day line. But that's not the case because a lot of great stocks aren't bouncing there. So the next place that they can bounce is that the 200-day line. So right now, it's just not time. You know, the thing to do with Apple right now is if you're not in it, if, if you're down more than 7%, and this can be very painful, you need to sell it and wait for it to reverse because it will reverse. But if you're, if you're not uh, in it, this is a classic stock you want to watch list. Because with if you watch this Apple, you will uh, you will you will get a payoff because eventually it's going to come down to the um, it's it's going to come down to this 200 day uh, line and then pr probably it's going to bounce off the 200 day line. Now it hasn't bounced off the 200 day line in quite a while. Let me see if I can. There we go. Let's go to the monthly chart. I want to kind of show you the history of Apple. Uh, and well, that doesn't really allow us to see it. Let's let's go to the let's let's go to the weekly chart. Yeah, there we go. Okay, as you can see, the last time it basically bottomed onto the 200-day was was way back here. In um, and as you can see, there was it was it was also there was a volume spike 
back in March of 2020. This is right at the beginning of the COVID downturn. It was right here, okay? And so what happened was with Apple, it bottomed, and you can see that it moved through this black line here. I believe that's sort of what's going to happen here. I do think we're going to see a bounce off of this 200-day line, uh, maybe go below it. So if it pulls below this 200-day line and it reverses, then I think we might have a good buy. But that won't be until we get below, um, you know, in, 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 until, until we get, until we kind of get below. Uh, let's see. Let's get a, let me zoom out here a little bit. Sometimes it won't let me see. I that's by the way that's an alert that I have set. We got a track price. Oh. I'm having a little bit of bandwidth issues. That's why there's this delay. But basically, I don't think we should consider buying it until it's back down to about one thirteen. Uh, Apple's about down down to about one thirteen. It's got a little bit of ways to go there. It seems to be kind of kind of stuck about one twenty one you know, in that range. Um, but uh, I think that we're going to have to wait on um, on Apple basically for it to to go back to the kind of number that we need that we need to see it. So I do think it's really buy. I let it pull back to about 113. And then when it reverses, that's when you want to buy it. So, um, you know, that's kind of, it's it, waiting games are tough, but uh, that's kind of the uh, that's kind of the deal. What is the stock of the day? <laughs> well, I think the stock of the day is RealPage. No, I'm sorry, not RealPage. Pardon me. Um, I think I think the stock of the day is is GameStop, but I'm not going to buy. I'm not going to buy it. It's a little bit too too um, too big a deal. I'm not. I'm probably not going to do anything with. Uh, um, I'm probably not going to do anything with GameStop just just because it's it's a little bit risky to do that. So, but I appreciate that that uh, that comment. Let's see, Michael. Let's see. What do you think of Microsoft puts tomorrow? Uh, could it possibly export? Well, I don't. I'm not a fan of doing um, naked puts, but I mean, you could definitely make money doing it. Uh, so let's kind of look at the daily chart, and I'm going to zoom in. So could it break resistance? Boy, that's a good question, and that's a very good catch there, by the way, Michael. Um, yeah, it possibly could if it breaks below this line here uh it it possibly could uh we we possibly could see it break um we we possibly could see a break resistance we've got some very very high selling activity going on uh so yeah that's actually not necessarily a bad trade that's not a bad trade because uh if it were to pull below um this line here then i think uh yeah I mean, it, it, it definitely looks like it, it possibly will, but uh, it looks, eh, it's really hard to say. It, you know, a daily pattern is tough. Let's kind of pull over here to the uh, weekly to see if, and I'm going to zoom in a little bit. There we go. About 200%. Okay. It looks as if we are seeing it. Um, hmm. Yeah, yeah, I, I, th I think that could be a very good candidate. Um, it could be a very good candidate for a pullback. Um, we have a consolidation on it, so, huh, 232. So, yeah, I, I, I think you could do that. I mean, if you, if, you, if you could get a little bit further out, maybe, that's where you want to go. I, give, give, you need to give yourself time for it to, 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 to be right, but it does look like it's a pullback. To the to the um, to the forty day line. Now, here's the thing with Microsoft. Microsoft is very very heavily traded, and it tends to respect a lot of these trend lines to to a great extent because many of the people that are trading in are programming traders, and so they tend to to respect that. So I don't think that's that sounds like a pretty decent trade, there, uh, there, Michael. I, I I think that on, on closer look, I think I think yeah, I think yeah. Just be careful. Don't you know? Make sure that if it starts to go against you. You 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 have it out because it you know it can take longer unfortunately but I think that's really good. Uh, great question. When you talk about moving averages, do you use simple, weighted, or exponential? Very good question. Um, I use I use them all. <laughs> what do I mean? 
on the simple with the simple moving average, the 10 day line, I use that as that's that's a non-weighted average. The 21 day line, that's typically the green on my charts. That is the 21 day exponential. So that's kind of that's the only one that I use as exponential. Um, and then I also use the 40 day line and the 200 day line. The 200 day line is also a simple um, simple uh, as well. So very, very good question. I typically don't use weighted averages because then that basically that's that what will happen is that will smooth that will smooth the lines a little bit. Some people do use that. I think that's good. I typically do I, I, I analyze the weighted basically and I didn't I didn't show you that chart basically using uh, the uh, the NASDAQ composite to see how far away from the standard deviation it is. And that's what I use essentially for my signal on that. And I'll show you that probably tomorrow. I don't have it up, but a very, very good question. So I basically use one exponential average, and that's the 21-day exponential, and then all the rest are simple weighted. So, wow, great question. Thanks for, thanks for, uh, thanks for putting it out there. Uh, a few weeks ago, you, um, you said... Mr. Watch Space, upcoming earnings, any updates? Okay, great, boy. Thanks for reminding me. Thanks for, <laughs> thanks for reminding me. Let's see if we can possibly make some money. That's the game of the game, right? Uh, is to make some money. So let's look at space. And, I, and earnings are coming up on that. SPCE. So let's look at space. All right. I'm going to kind of, what I'm going to do is I'm going to zoom out here a little bit. And So this is this is a chart of space, and as soon as I get the, um, as soon as I get enough uh, throughput, I'm going to show it to you. There we go. All right, this is this is a chart of space, and uh, basically, we are coming into earnings tonight. Uh, um, so it's due tonight. So probably it's too late to enter this. Enter this. I wish I had. I, I wish I had done this one because very interesting, very easy to predict this movement. You notice how it's down $4.39. Well, that would have made a great bear call spread, which I didn't do. Uh, great bear call spread. But you do, do you notice? This is one of the reasons I love to trade spreads so much. And I'm going to probably, you know, now that the market's slowing down a little bit on things like Tesla, I'm kind of switching over to more of these, uh, these, these earning strategies. But, uh, uh, space has a has a um, history of pulling back on earnings. As you can see, it pulled back there, it pulled back there, it pulled back there. Uh, it didn't pull back there. Interestingly enough, it went up. It went up the last one. So five out of six of the last ones, it's pulled back, and it's definitely pulled back this time. So, boy, you know, I I I need to uh, I need to. Um, um, uh, eat my, I eat my own dog food. Hopefully, I'm back now with my camera. I'm sorry about this. Sometimes I, I have been having issues with the 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 um, the bandwidth here, but hopefully, we're going to get that straightened out. The building. I talked to the building manager about this. Well, I've wasted another hour of your time, but I do appreciate you looking. And you know, um, if you want to possibly get on the action trailer, it's very easy to do. You just subscribe to the Action Trade Alerts by going to www. Dallas Trading Floor. Um, so until tomorrow at around two thirty, if I get started on time, because sometimes I was a little late today, um, I will um, I'll be back and and uh, I just very much appreciate all your questions. There, some of them are just great. Um, oh, and one last question: Do you think Snap? We'll continue down past the 6120-ish price level. Let's look to see. Um, snap, S-N-A-P. Snap. Um, oh, well, it's it's recovered a little bit already, it looks like. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, 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 uh. We're seeing some stopping action here. Let me show you that chart. Yeah, Michael. Unfortunately, it looks as if we're going to be, and we're talking about Snap, right? Yeah, Snap. Um, it looks as if we, we I've seen some topping action here. There was this this bar here. We're looking at the daily chart. We 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 topped up here. Then we fall below the 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 um, the ten day line. Now, hopefully, if if it can hold the ten day line, then I would say, you know, we're continuing an uptrend. But it looks to me like it's losing 
the ability to hold the 10-day line. It looks like we're at a close to a reversal level on this one. And uh, so I think that uh, we may see a downtrend uh, tomorrow on this based on this chart because we've had two down days in a row. We've pulled below the 10-day line. We're still above the 20. We're still above the 21-day line. There was a test of the uh, 21-day line. That's this blue here. That's a test called a test. Um, so, and we do have, well, okay, we have, okay, so there, yeah, I, I do think that right now it, it looks as if we're just about ready to start changing direction. This looks like a top, um, to me, but again, <laughs> I've been wrong so many times, I can't even count them. Um, but it does, it does look like we're changing direction. It looks like this is a change of direction, uh, from its high, uh, you know, basically up here. Uh, which we basically had two days ago. So it's a high of about 72. It looks like it's pulling back. And um, let's just kind of look at the smell test here. 88% is still really good. Uh, ownership is nice in it. But you know what? There is just a disincentive right now for many of the growth stocks So because of the rising interest rates. So I think that I, looking at that chart, I would think that we're possibly at the very beginning of a pullback. Where is it going to pull back to? Well, I think that it may pull back, and this may shock you, uh, it may pack, pull back to about 48. That's what I'm seeing. Anyways, I think that, that there's a very good, uh, there is a good chance that Snap may, may pull as low as 48. Uh, it's looking on this chart. So thanks again, everybody, for, uh, for watching. Tell your friends about it and tell your friends about us, and I will see you back tomorrow at 2.30. Happy trading.